coming to you live from the east side of Bakersfield, California. This is the STS Podcast, and I'm Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius, and this is... Shoot that shit. Oh, shit the shit. You'll get the shit. this shit. What's up, y'all? This is EC3, the Gap Tooth Genius. This is the STS Podcast. We are here to shoot the shit. This is episode 14 of the STS Podcast. This is going to be a little different today, y'all, because I am cruising down the I-15 right now, and I'll tell you guys why in a bit. We're going to do a live, I guess, uh, live traffic podcast, and I'm really excited for this. Um... It's been a couple of weeks, so I said, you know what, I'm going to drop this now. I know we had a couple of um, special guests that was supposed to be in the building. We had to change plans. And you know what, sometimes um, going on the fly is, um, it feels a little bit good. You know, it feels better. And again, this is the STS Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, at the STS Podcast 661. Give us a follow. Um, returning listeners, thank you for coming back. We're nothing without you. Uh, thank you for continuing to spread the word on the STS Podcast. New listeners, first-time listeners, welcome to the show. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcast, Anchor, um, Google Play, Spotify. Spotify. We are um, on all platforms that have podcasts, all right? And again, I'm, I am your host. It's Ernie C., the Gap Chief Genius. And right now, I am currently heading back to Bakersfield, and I need to drop a podcast, y'all. I really needed to do that uh, as soon as possible, man. Uh, shout out to my guy, Lyric. We were supposed to get it in this week on the podcast. I really want to start doing uh, more things. But, you know, I want to showcase some rappers, some artists, some um um, some skills of, you know, people who have, you know, make music, uh, engineer, produce, things like that, but we're gonna hold off on that just for a tiny bit, last, the last episode was episode 13, y'all, I really appreciate y'all tuning in, that was, we're recovering AD, and, uh, AD to the Lakers, and trade that happened, uh, we have more free agent signings that we need to discuss today, and we're gonna do that, and I'm really excited for that, um, just again, if you guys want an STS shirt, STS shirts are available. They're only fifteen dollars, y'all. Don't forget we have DJ EC3 shirts. Um, I got a couple announcements I want to make today. I want to do a couple of um, topics that we've talked about. We have the Magic Mountain fight. I know you guys are. I'm sorry, the Disneyland fight. Uh, we have a couple earthquakes in the field. I know that's been something that's been really, really uh, on everybody's mind lately. We have some free agent signings. Uh, I want to do my best to remember all the free agent signings that's been going on the last t- last couple of di- uh, last couple of days. Uh, Quali Leonard and Paul George are now Los Angeles Clippers. So who I didn't. I didn't see that coming. I don't know if y'all did. Um, we got a lot going down today. We got a lot to talk about, and uh, we got a new sponsor today. I want to. We're gonna show our sponsor. It's gonna be Gonzalez Auto Repair. Let me get this card out real fast, y'all. Again, I'm in traffic, so bear with me. We have a sponsor. It's Gonzalez Auto Repair. Make sure you do contact Gonzalez Auto Repair. They're at 717 Mount Vernon Avenue. At 717 Mount Vernon Avenue, Gonzalez Auto Repair. And this is usually the part where the DOCs are going to come in. But we're going to probably skip that today since I'm not near my laptop. But this is going to be the Lend Me Your Ear segment, okay? We're here to shoot the shit. We're here to talk, um, you know, 
here to a topic. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm not here to uh, persuade you to think one way or feel another way. Just give me how I feel about the moment, how I um, and how I see certain situations. I think we need to dive into the first category, and I'm thinking we're gonna cover this a little bit more when I have my laptop. But we have two big signings. It looks like the landscape of the NBA has changed this last couple weeks. Um, free agent signings. Lakers, we uh, ended up with, uh, we got AD, we got Kuzma, we got LeBron, we got Boogie. I'm super excited about DeMarcus, coming, DeMarcus Cousins. We have Jared Dudley coming through. Um, there's a few more plays that we did pick up. Uh, we got, um, sorry, Danny Greens. He's a, he's a championship winner. So I was, you know, our squad is coming together. Quality Leonard, I know a lot of people are mad because he waited the last minute. Um, but at the end of the day, y'all, he is a free agent, I, I believe. And he can do what the hell he wants. This is, you know, I, I think the type of man he is, he doesn't, he doesn't, um, he's not going to go into situations without really making sure it benefits him, his family. And uh, he did sign with the Los Angeles Clippers, y'all. And the Clippers, good Lord, they sent one of the biggest trade packages I've ever witnessed. I think that's the biggest trade package um, of all time. Uh, I think it was about four first-round picks. I believe they're all unprotected. So that's going to be real inter- interesting here. You guys know I'm a big, you know, Laker fans know. Uh, Jerry West, consultant, Doc Rivers, head coach. Man, um, how in the hell can you be mad at that? That's called... Uh, coming up, the Clippers did come up. Uh, KD and Kyrie Irving are in Brooklyn, and that is crazy, y'all. I didn't. Um, I think I know. I I had a feeling KD was gonna leave. I know we heard the rumors all year. Uh, Kyrie, I didn't know if he was gonna sign back with uh, Boston or not. It looked like Kemba Walker's gonna take a spot there at Boston now. So Kyrie and KD, man, that is a one-two punch that I uh, know. Many, many, many teams would love to have. So I'm really excited to see that. I know KD's out with the Achilles injury. So it looks like maybe 2021, that's when we start seeing that duo. And um, I'm, I'm really excited, though, y'all. I'm really to see I'm, uh, NBA basketball, man. It, the offseason was uh, was awesome. It was really, it, it, I, I believe they said about 60% of players changed teams. Um, a lot of players got paid. And when you see somebody get paid off what they love to do, I can relate to that. You're you're all for it. You're all you're. Um, I'm happy for the state of the league is healthy. Everybody is getting this money. Everybody's feeding um, their families off their dream. You know, so that's something I'm really, really. Uh, it's really a great thing to see, man. The players have control of the league, um, and I know a lot of people don't you know don't like the way Paul George left. Uh, they don't like the way uh, play, it looks like James Harden. I was like West, uh, Brian Westbrook now. Oh, I'm sorry, Brian Rest, but I'm thinking about the running back. I'm to Russell Westbrook. It might leave ship in Oklahoma. And uh, my, my opinion about that is if he if he's not happy, you got to get rid of him. Honestly, you don't want anybody unhappy on your squad. If he's not happy, you get something back for him and you get a good package compared. If you get something relative to um, what the Clippers got or the Clippers gave Paul George, do that. Oklahoma stack up any picks now. Uh, take a page uh, from the Boston Celtics and just you know do one better. They, let's, let's flip that so they couldn't. It looks like we all thought Boston was going to flip it for uh, KD. They thought he was going to there was going to be a couple trades um, at some point for Boston with those trades. It looks like Danny Ainge did not pull the trigger when he needed to pull that trigger, y'all. So hopefully, uh, 
you know, even the Pelicans, man. The Pelicans have a lot of had a lot of assets. It's about. I know this is the type of league now. We do build assets, and that's how we've been, and we and we we're building our team through the draft. A lot of these uh, teams are not major market teams. They're not uh, proven winners, so they're not attracting a lot of big name free agents. So I'm really uh, hoping. You know, the, the Thunder, Pelicans, teams like that, you know, who have a lot of assets could uh, make something happen. Um, it was really eventful week this week also in Bakersfield, y'all. The last uh, last 10 days, I think since 4th of July, we had some earthquakes. Don't know if um, we got a really, I'm not accustomed to earthquakes. Earthquakes, have, uh, it's been real scary. It's been a really, um, it's been a reality check. It, for at least for myself, I've learned that I am not prepared for any type of natural catastrophe at all at the house. Um, mentally, uh, I, I was laying down on the fourth, and I was just, you know, I was lollygagging, just laying down, being lazy. And next thing you know, I was like, damn, something's shaking. And I thought, you know, it was sometimes I feel I, I just get dizzy sometimes. I'm like, oh, it's just me, you know, no big deal at all. And man, that was a trip. The first one wasn't that bad, honestly. Um, it was, it was, it was, um, it was different. Then you see the reports coming out of Ridgecrest with a 7.1, um, a 6.9, the first one I believe. And you see, the, you know, you see the, you see the videos, and you're just grateful, like, damn. Okay, we should, we got lucky with that one. Next day, I was hanging out with some of my OGs and. It started shaking again. This was about 15, 20 seconds. That one was pretty big, y'all. That one scared the shit out of me. Uh, I don't know. Um, at my home, at my house, we really got, we're trying to get prepared as we can. Um, I know we can't stop natural disasters, but damn, we can at least be prepared for them, y'all. Um, we got to understand Mother Nature really, Mother Nature always wins, y'all. Mother Nature has a way of, um, always correcting herself always uh making sure that we understand as human beings that she's in control she uh and there's nothing we could do about it it's really if i felt really helpless when that was going on you know and um as you guys know i'm not a big religious person but i do just hope that uh everything does work out and uh if it happens it's gonna happen y'all we can't control it there's nothing we can do to defer that so I hope you guys all really stay prepared. I hope you guys all are ready. Um, if in the, in the event any type of major disaster happens, um, it, it, it was crazy, man. My mom, I was just talking to my mom, my parents, uh, my grandparents, my brother. We were all we we're all spooked, you know. We we're all really spooked, and I hope uh, everybody really. If anything does happen, y'all, I hope you guys stay safe, man. Don't do anything. Um, don't do anything stupid, y'all. This isn't the time to, uh, I know a lot of people have been making fun of this shit, making jokes. I know it's the kind of thing to do nowadays. We gotta take this shit seriously, y'all. We really have to, um, be prepared, man, because this thing, uh, it could happen, and it might happen again. There's a really good chance it will. I'm not a, I'm not a scientist. I really can't tell y'all how, um, what the San Andreas fault is, and the damn, uh, I don't know anything about that stuff, to be honest with you guys, but... It looks like, you know, they're saying the dam's um, the structural, the wall, the, it's it's up to date, it's ready to go. But shit, that thing breaks, y'all, I don't know. I see a, dia a diagram of uh, the, the the areas of the town that will be affected by such a flood. And uh, I don't know, again, I don't, I'm not an expert, so I don't know what the hell is going to happen here. 
and uh, LA traffic sucks, y'all. This guy in front of me just stopped and just went to the next lane without a blinker on, and um, yeah. So it's been a real scary time. I think it's the whole state of California that's on edge right now. I haven't been to Ridgecrest. I've probably never been to Ridgecrest in my life. So it's really um, it's unfortunate, man. It's a uh, it's really sad to see. It's really sad to see people who are um, in need in Ridgecrest. It's really sad to see people, um, their lives being affected by this natural disaster, man. But again, it is a natural disaster. I know one thing they always say is that we've been overdue for the big one. Um, but just take care, take care of yourselves, y'all. Be prepared, have food, can of water, uh, you know, non-perishable items. So that's what's up, that's what's up really on my mind heavy too you know i've been thinking i and i think at four o'clock in the morning the other day i felt an aftershock the aftershocks are real i read a report that said it had 1500 aftershocks since the big uh since the 7.1 earthquake um so it's it's I think it's, it's real serious man it's real it's like damn it makes me it makes me feel like damn Ern, you don't matter in this world uh feeling that earth shake there's nothing we can do to stop it y'all um Let's take it. We're gonna, have one, we're gonna be on the road for a while. Let's take it. Let's take it somewhere else. Let's take it to. The, do you guys believe in conspiracy theories? Um, I've heard a lot about how you know the government does underground nuclear testing by China Lake. How do you guys feel about that, y'all? I think that's something that does happen, which I know it does. We, the the, the government, they 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 do they do underground nuclear testing. They do um. They're never going to admit it, but they do play with these tectonic plates. They do play with, um, you know, they kind of play with nature. I don't know if you guys believe in that, though. Do you guys? Uh, I'm going to probably ask a poll on that. I don't want to believe that the government would do that. But, you know, China Lake is owned by the United States military. Uh, I know it has a couple of n- n- bases out there. Edwards Air Force Base. So it's gonna be. It's real interesting, you know. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. Some things I am, like, but Kennedy. Let's be real. We all know who did that. Um, like things like that. Government cover-ups. I am a big. I I be questioning them sometimes. I question them sometimes. So um, don't know if uh, this is something that um, that that warrants a uh, theory regarding U.S. government. Uh, testing nuclear weapons or testing any type of weapon near you know platonic plates cores anything like that so i wanted to see how you guys uh have you guys thought about that i don't um i'm not on that i'm just thinking this is natural disasters these are just natural you know mother nature's um mother nature she runs this man so you know that's what i'm going with it so let's see what happens y'all and if you guys are asking, why in the hell is he doing a podcast all the way live from Pasadena? I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. I lift, right? So I'm lifting all morning. About 1 o'clock, I get a call. And it says, you know, long ride, 45 minutes or more. You know, you click accept. And uh, I got this ride all the way out here. It's like 160 miles out. It's past, uh, It's by Pasadena. It was... Um, crazy story so i feel and you guys gotta see who this girl that you know ordered the lift who i picked up i'm not gonna even say her name we'll just call her jane for now and i felt you know me i tell jane yo i'm gonna go get my spare tire and um you know we're gonna i'll, I'll drive you there no problem you know she shot me a little tip and um man so i'm 
it takes about two and a half hours to get here, um, almost three hours to get here from the field over to Pasadena. Traffic was horrible. We had to go the long way to Tatchby. Uh, so Jane starts telling me about her life, and it's crazy, y'all. It made, it, it made me feel um, if all this would be horrible, man. She's telling me she's 19 years old. Um, she just got out of fucking jail for ecstasy possession and in a cell of ecstasy she got off on a misdemeanor charge second time in there 19 years old just turned 19 and it's like damn and she was telling me about her life you know how she's had a hard childhood um and y'all that was wild man like first of all i don't know this woman and she's opening up and she's sitting behind me i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of like I'm gonna drive this bitch all the way down in Pasadena. She might burn me, y'all. She might stab my ass. So I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of worried right now. I'm kind of worried. Um, and she just telling me how she at 14, 15. She got she got kidnapped and she was in the sex trafficking scandal. And how you know she was telling me that shit's really real. It's, it happens frequently in Bakersfield. And like, damn, y'all. I'm like, I can't believe. I I knew it was. I know that happens. I'm not naive. That is a real um, occurrence, in the, and that's just in the world. There is a, a sex trade, you know, ring that goes on in the county. But damn, man, just to hear it from her and just tell me how you know how hard of a life she, you know, she's she's been on drugs. She uh, she said that her fucking first time smoking a bleezy was ten years old. I'm not making this shit up, man. You can't make this shit up. So I'm taking this girl, and she's like really just telling me her life story. I'm sure she's telling me the life story because she fucking does not want to listen to my music. That I got bumping. So, man, that's why, again, this is why the podcast is happening right now. We are live. We're going, to, we're going to 210 right now, going west. Can't wait to get home. I am fucking drained, y'all. Um, so, that's what's in it. Man, you just felt like she looked like shit. From 19, she looked like she was about 31. Uh, raggedy, you know, shirt didn't fit her. Uh, she had some fucking Air Force Ones on that looked Horrible, and she said she was only 19 years old. I'm like, God damn! You look, you have, how you survived this life already, man? Like she's she's been exposed to so much so young, and it, and I and I dropped her off over here on um where the fuck the streets? I'm not gonna go back. I'm I'm, I'm driving, but uh man, y'all should have seen the man she was with. This old ass guy, he looked horrible, and this guy's like, uh, can you give us a ride to the back? He, I'm like, yeah, I'll give you y'all a ride to the back. And he wanted me to go to the caddy corner. I'm like, nah, my jail will reverse it, and y'all can walk. I know how this shit goes down. I'm just a lift driver, bro. And that shit was crazy. I felt so bad for her. And I'm going to back again. I'm going to call her. her name was Jane. Um, shit's real, y'all. Some of these young kids ain't got shit with just bad going on, man. And it just hurts my heart, you know, because people, um, you know, she's she spent over 200 bucks to get a lift like she needed to get out of Bakersfield because she, she said she's been surrounded by nothing but trouble and uh, you know she she, she said she, she was thinking about selling herself I'm like oh no mom and I'm like and I ain't gonna lie she wanted to make 10 bucks from my ass because she looked fucking horrible but you don't want you know you try, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to prevent any type of uh, prostitution of your body I can, that I can for people like we don't gotta do that we just you know there's a right way to make money and um you know, you, I told you, like, you've been locked up twice. You gotta learn, Mike. You gotta learn, yo. Like, do what you do, but you gotta be discreet. Like, you, you hang, I said, you gotta, it's that people you hang out with, too, man. Like, she's telling me, you know, these, she hangs out with a lot of older cats and shit. And 
I don't know. These motherfuckers right here did probably don't, don't ride. I think she's getting um, dimed on, honestly. I think they're just supplying her, you know, telling her where to go. Probably, probably, probably go to hot spots, places that are fucking under fucking surveillance, under watch. And she's just too naive and too young to understand these people are using her, you know? So, it was fucked up, man. But, you know, I... I I am a firm believer that things happen for a reason. You just gotta look at it. the universe gives you signs, and that was a sign. I, I pick. I wasn't supposed to pick that chick up, man. I was actually supposed to turn the other way. I, I made the right, and uh, I got that notification to take her ass to um, fucking Pasadena. And uh, I hope whatever you know, I try to give her as good advice as I can. Um, felt really bad about the sex trafficking thing. She was only 14, 15, y'all, and. She was dying of charity. She was, she was telling me, but fuck, man, that, that shit's real, y'all. It's against your will. You have no fucking, you have no say. They they will hurt you. They would, they, um, they would do whatever they can. And that, there's a market for that shit, man. So that shit is really, really crazy. I don't, um, I feel really bad for that girl, man. I feel really bad. Um, I don't think I'll ever see her again in my life, but I really hope that uh, she finds some type of somebody who could really guide her in her life and um, just try to help her change, man. Because honestly, I don't see that happening with her. She's the guy she was with looked fucked up, you know, looked really bad. I'm sure he was on some type of drugs. He wasn't smoking no weed, I'll tell you that much. So, um, it's probably bad for her, man. Um, again, that is life and, uh, Something else that happened in my life, y'all. Let me dive into this situation of we got our state rings this this last week, man. It was really exciting. Uh, shout out to West Dom and the whole 2018-2019 state championship for your Trojans. It was a real uh, that that it's chunky. It's a real nice ring. It's really chunky. Um, we finished out summer league, y'all. I think we went on the last podcast. So really proud of our guys and. Um, Wes hit me, Wesley Davis, he's the head coach of the Frost Off, um, sorry, he's the head coach of the Foothill Trojans, he's the head of the program, um, we got a lot of coaching changes this year, y'all, and one of those coaching changes will be, uh, I'm, I am the new Frost Off coach of the boys basketball team at Foothill High, and man, I am so ready, I'm so honored that they will give me this chance, uh, that Wes is giving me this chance, um, I really think I sat back the last three years and learned as much as I can preparing for this moment. Um, one of my dreams, I don't know if you guys, I, I, I'm sure I shared this in the Off The Fly podcast, but one of my dreams has always been going back to Foothill and uh, coaching uh, basketball. I love basketball, you know, I literally love the sport. I love um, I love the mental side of it, getting these kids ready, um, letting them know what they need to do to prepare to be at that, uh, you know, just that mentality they have into any game and uh, when they bring to practice. And I'm really looking forward to um, getting to spread my, at least my version of my philosophy um, and learning from the players, learning from coaches, learning daily on the job. Um, it's different than being a frost, you know, an assistant or just somebody who likes to do the dirty work and paying dues. So now it's my turn to um to input my uh, my knowledge. I'm not a like I said, I'm not. I can't teach these kids how to you know bounce a basketball fancy. 
but I can't teach this kid where they need to be at and why they need to be in certain spots and positions on the floor. Um, I really want this team to just know about fundamentals of basketball and uh, to learn how to love basketball. I don't think these guys could be great players without learning how to love the game, and that comes from the coach. I think it's, um, I love a lot of things because of my coaches growing up. I love wrestling because of Brad, uh, Coach Hall. I love basketball because of my coach, Tony Dodez, and my pops. Um, you meet people in certain sports that you, they're gonna all, you're going to always be um, – you're always going to make an impact on these lives. You know, how, when, they won't remember, but they will remember where, and they're going to remember who. So um, I'm really ready to uh, take this opportunity and uh, make the most of it. I'm, um, I'm nervous, of course. Um, I don't feel like I deserve it, to be honest with you guys, man. But uh, I proved myself to be ready, and I proved that I, could, um, I will be committed, and I'm going to be prepared. Um, really want my guys to be fundamentally sound, conditioned, and defensively uh, aware. That's really all I ask this year. I think look, if we're in condition, we make these guys run um, my, uh, and be defensively sound, make some uh, turnovers turn into points. Um, again, you guys got to remember these kids are frost off. They're not scoring 60 points a game. I've seen scores of uh, 32 to 17, 50 to 25. I've been on bad wins. I've been on great uh Great, uh, bad losses, great wins. So, uh, uh-oh. Hold on. We'll forget we're in traffic here. We got, got kind of lost in the in the conversation. So, uh, again, man, I am the new Frost Off coach. It's been, it's, it's different. It's going to be really different. Uh, and I, and I thank Wes for the opportunity, man. This is a, a real, a real, real dream come true for me. Um, something I always want to do. It's great to get back to the community. It's great to be there for uh, these incoming freshmen. So I want to be their first coach ever, really. Um, and hopefully I can welcome them. And, um, I'm, again, I'm really proud that I'm the only coach on staff that's from Foothill. So hopefully I can show them that Trojan way and uh, be there for them, you know, off the court, on the court, and uh, hopefully win some games. Hopefully there's a lot of growth and I get them prepared for that next level, y'all, because this is just, I think, a big thing with Frost Off. It's not about winning and losing. Um, it's about getting them prepared and developing these kids to get into that next level, whether it be JV, varsity, um, summer league ball, or spring ball, whatever they got going on, you know? So I'm really, really excited for that, man. Really um, honored. And, uh, again, uh, Foothill Trojans, we are going to be the rain defending, and I'm ready to uh, bring my best to the table. Uh, another thing, man, I uh, hit my six-month anniversary, y'all. Um, I know, you know, we talk about me, uh, being my entrepreneurial life. To me, I think I really embody that. Just, you know, you're living um, on your skills and on your passion. And you're making, you know, it's how I make feed myself. It's how I pay my bills with the DJ thing. And I lost my job at the beginning of the year. Um, really was nervous about um, finding my way financially, you know. Um, I really just put my faith in God in the universe, and I'm here now. I'm still, you know, I'll lift once in a while. I'm lifting now, actually. Um, with extra money, but I'm not working for anybody. I'm not, you know, I'm not taking orders anymore. Uh, the 8 to 5 grind was nice for a few years. Again, that was the most money I ever made in my life. But when you're, um, when you're depending on your skills and your, your hustle and your passion, and, you know, your back's against the wall sometimes, um, it brings the best out of you, man. I've been uh, in some tough spots, I think. Um, the toughest spots I've ever been in my life as a man. 
and I uh, learned to uh, I learned to really uh, bounce back, man. Just it's not about how you you know it's not about how you uh, you get in the situations, it's how you make the most of the situations that you put in, and your how you uh, respond to those. And I think I've been responding really well. Um, six months without a, I guess, an official eight to five, and just grinding, grinding, grinding with the DJ business. It's been a real luxury, man. It's been really uh, special. Fourth uh, of July, I had a cool gig. And backyard boogie, shout out to my girl Bree for getting me that gig. Um, let's see, what did we have last week? Well, I believe it was. Uh... Oh yeah, Deshonda's thirtieth party, y'all, man. Um, Deshonda was one of my, uh, I contributed to, uh, a raffle, donated some time, uh, Deshonda had a 30th party, she won three free hours with me, that's how much I contributed to the probation department, <coughs> and man, it was cracking, y'all, it was a beautiful time, um, they stood on the dance for the whole time, they said, you play what you want, just make it 90s, and there's no mixing a little hip-hop, mixing a little old school when you can, and man, we were rocking all night long y'all i stood an extra hour for the low for n- damn near nothing um deshonda i want to wish you a happy 30th birthday and it was it was a good gig y'all you get to learn uh, when you feel that when when you're in the groove and you're in the rhythm and you're you're feeling it that's where you learn the most too in djing i believe because you know now you know what you're doing right so how are we gonna maintain this crowd how are we gonna um how are we gonna make sure they're interested how we what's the we could do more techniques more um more risk taking a little bit on my end too because I want to try new things. I just don't want to, you know, um, I just don't want to beat match and I just or you know just fade it over. I want to learn how to um, cut. I want to learn how to scratch. So I was able to utilize some of that this week and it was an awesome time, man. Um, I think that this week we got the Sabers um, fundraiser. I'm really excited for that and I want to can't say my guy's name because he might be listening, but I got a surprise party too. So I'm gonna walk into that thing with my speakers. And I'm sure he's gonna be really surprised. And we're gonna have a lot of fun this weekend, man. We're gonna really, um, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make it happen. And hopefully, you guys continue to book me as your DJ for all your events. It doesn't matter what type of event it is. Nothing's too big or small for me. I'm confident I could uh, rock any venue, any event that you wish to um, hire me for. And Again, y'all, my catchphrase, and it's really relevant. I think I can really make your next event memorable and affordable, man. I really want to make that happen, and it's been lovely, man. So, again, six-month anniversary of just the grind and dedicating yourself to I love the grind. Keep pushing, y'all. If you guys are looking for a way out, man, sometimes you got to take that risk on your own. I know sometimes the easy way, maybe not the easiest way because it's hard to get a job out here, but, you know, maybe the easy way is sometimes to get the 8-to-5 job or that part-time job. Find something you love, y'all. Find something that, you know, you uh, people need. People will pay for your services. Make sure that's something to value. And, you know, you value yourself. And you bring the best. You know, you got to bring the best every time. That's something I'm really hard on myself. I want to make sure I bring my best every time. Because that's what people are paying for. That's what people expect every time I get on behind, the, um, behind my controller when I'm playing these tunes. So, um, again, y'all, keep grinding, man. Um... It's not about, you know, again, we can say it's, it's not about how many times you get hit. It's about how you get up and respond to that. So keep pushing, y'all. Um, keep keep grinding. Keep your dreams alive, man. I know we have a lot of things going on in our lives. I know we got a lot um, just from family, kids, um, girlfriends. We got uh, school. And shout out to everybody in summer school. I know, I know this thing's coming fast. 
It's fast, fast, fast paced. I'm taking two classes right now. This last math class has been a big bitch to me. And you know what? But I'm going to keep striving. I'm going to keep pushing. I know what I could do. I think if I, I'm, I got to push myself to limits, I'm not used to mentally. If I'm school is another grind. So you guys keep doing that, man. I'm really looking forward to um, graduating. I'm tired of going to Taft College. So if I could do that um, soon, that would be great. So I'm really excited for that, man. And um, I don't know if you guys seen this. This is the thing I really want to talk about. I was hoping to get um, some like guys with me to watch it live, but we're gonna just—we might do that. I'm not sure what we'll do at the, at the end of the segment. But man, I don't know if you guys have seen this fight at Magic. Well, I'm sorry, at Disneyland. So I'm sure you guys seen it, but look it up on YouTube if you guys haven't seen it yet. Look at uh, there's—I think there's two. There's a guy with his girl. There's another girl um, with her man, and I believe it's a sister with two kids. And the grandma's there, and these the one of the one of the um, the woman gets with the guy with the brother. It looks like maybe a brother, something. I don't know. They're related somehow, y'all. She spits in this guy's face. They have an altercation, and she spits, and my guy just takes flight on her. And man, it's so hard to watch, especially if you know like. God, we can't hit it. We can't hit no woman, y'all. This man was fucking these girls up. And it's in the middle of Toontown. And, man, you know, and the girls started fighting. And the grandma tried to come off of that. Grandma was on the electric um, wheelchair. And she tried to uh, throw the scooter. And grandma tried to break it up. And, man, she fell to the floor. Um, she was out. She bounced off the ground. That shit sucked to see. And um, this guy in front of everybody, might just he's fighting his homeboy. Then he's fucking slapping the girl he was with. Then I guess somehow his girl pushed his mom. He beats the shove his girl. And the last scene of this uh, fight, uh, you know, the, the bystanders and the other you know visitors at this park, they finally get my guy over here, <laughs> some little short guy. And this is the bill of the melee. This fool gets behind my guy. This motherfucking chokes him out. This guy is out cold. And, dude. And you know what, man? Um, I'm not going to say anything that's going to be fucking controversial. But, God, you got we got to do better, y'all. I'm sure and my guy, he from, he from the set. He didn't know he doing his thing. He, he probably game banging like a motherfucker. He probably the baddest guy in his block. But, damn, y'all. We cannot let... Men, we cannot be condoning this type of motherfucking activity. My guy was slapping his mom, his girl, his fucking sister probably. He was slapping them, punching them in front of everybody. And he was fucking pissed. He was ready to go to jail, like he said. Um, and we just got a man, dude. And can you imagine how it is on behind closed doors when they're fucking at home chilling? Like, oh, I would hate to be in that house, y'all. It's a, it, it was a mess, man. It was really fucked up. It was hard to watch. Um, I ain't gonna lie. It was funny at first, man. But then once you realize, like, you look at it as a man, like, nah, this guy really wild. He really got some issues. Um, and homeboy, when he got when he got up, he was really on some who choked me out. And there's a guy in a red backpack. He dips. He's like, cool, I'm out. And uh, I'm glad that he stepped in and did that, man. I'm really glad they uh prevented any further damage to these uh women and um god i'm not i feel fucking bad for all of them man i feel bad for the grandma who fell and um 
God, I don't even know if these people were arrested. I think they're still looking for them. This shit went viral. And I think it's almost fucking at 500,000 views right now. Um, I think maybe. I'm not sure yet, y'all. But I think we're going to do a little watch along. That'll be fun to do with the podcast. I want to do something different for you guys. Um, but, God, that was hard to watch, man. Uh, fuck. It's really sad to see that. And um, there's no shame in that shit, man. It's really... Why do that? Why make a scene? Why? How are you going to put your hands on a woman, first of all? And just to do it in, front of, in, in public, cameras, you know, there's hundreds of people around. You don't give a fuck. You just have no respect for yourself or your family, bro. Like, you really spit in the face of everything I'm sure y'all raised on. And um, it's sad, man. And uh, I hate to say that people need to go to jail, but something has to be done with that guy. He's really, that's a fucking menace to society type of shit right there. He has no business, um... He had no business acting like that. There was kids around. Um, kids could have got hurt. Uh, I'm sure CPS is going to come in some type of way to uh, take that kid out of his fucking care. Because those people were all wilding out. Um, I know we sometimes we got to hold our own fellas. But damn. Again, I want to know if someone's spitting my face. But damn, y'all. I want to do that. And uh, there's no reason for that, man. And I'm sure he has a violent history. And um, whatever was going on could have been discussed behind closed doors, they could have took their asses home and, you know, slugged it out, do what the fuck they do, but just having that displayed and having everybody see that, man, it's been really, it's really sad, and, um, that's something that we can't have, man, society is really fucked up, and you know what, I think we've been really, um, we're really immune to that type of shit, y'all, we're really, uh, I don't know if I can't say it doesn't affect us, but it's just, we're so used to seeing that shit now, it's become almost a normal thing now, like, it's not something that, you know, it's not a big shock anymore like it used to be back in the day. And we could blame, we could all blame World Star. we could all blame whatever, you know, the desensitization of this generation, um, and, it, oh man, it's just, we can never not be sensitive to that, yo, you know, some, a woman can be up like that, and I'm, I'm, I'm going on a limb here, but I bet you I'm right, um, I'm sure it's not the first time he beat on them like that. And that's what's scary. And that's what's sad, man. He could have killed her. Just one bad hit to the dome like that. He could have killed her, y'all. And um, I hope there's some type of justice for them. I hope it doesn't happen again. And damn, Disneyland. Can y'all get security there? I know. Come on, man. Security even look kind of shook. You guys got some dweebs working. Some sis, some some senior citizens. They did not look ready for any type of altercation like that. And damn. Let's come on, Disney. Get better, y'all. Get better, man. <laughs> and, uh, we'll probably have a watch along. Let me see if my guys are down for that. But if not, that's kind of what you know we got going on, man. And it's been crazy. It's been um, I, I know we're overdue for these podcasts, y'all. But I really want um, I want to do something special for July. I'm trying to get as many rappers, producers that I can to show up on the show. I have my guy Lyric. Um, he was on deck. We have to keep scheduling. You know, he has a family. I have a family. Um, there's some things, you know, we couldn't make it happen, but we are going to keep trying to make this happen for y'all. I want to get Lyric on. Really dope MC, y'all. Really um, different. I like his style. He, You know, he can relate to the gangsters. He can relate to the bitches. And I love that type of rapper, man. And I'm sorry for using that. That's the way it is in this rap world. Really love, um, I really love that. And uh, he's from the field. And 
I really like the I, I really love his flow, his delivery, um, the voice, the beats. So I'm really interested about his story. And um, I'm gonna try to get Jay. Uh, is it Joe Maynard? I'm trying to get Jay Baton on. I want to get my guy Jay Wahid Fina, my guy Sleep. Uh, there's a couple producers I want to get out here, y'all. So um, just stay tuned, man. Stay patient. I'm trying to get these podcasts to you guys as soon as I can, as often as I can. There's been a lot going on. You know, life happens, y'all. And um, I love the. I, I really appreciate the love, man. I want to give a big shout out to my guy Pablo Shark Rubio. I don't know if he fights this weekend or next weekend, but he's gonna get back in the ring. You like I said, you gotta respect fighters who like to fight twice in four weeks, twice in five weeks. Um, it's rare, and um, it's something that we really take for granted sometimes. That's how it used to be back in the day, y'all. They would fight twice every five weeks, every seven weeks. Look at um, Sugar Ray Robinson. I think he had a couple fights every three weeks. So um, it's really, um, I think the podcast is gonna go in a great direction. Uh, something new, like in this podcast, hey, we got something new going on. We're live. We're going on the we're on the two ten west. We're in traffic right now, going back to the field, and it's something different, y'all. I want to, you know, it's fun um, being at the house and just, you know, talking about what we need to talk about. But um, I'm really excited about uh, the, what we got going on this summer, man. It's gonna be a big summer. It's gonna be a hot summer. Um, again, y'all, if you guys, you know, this earthquake comes, you guys, be safe, man. Be prepared. Um, make sure you guys, your family has some type of plan, man. Where you guys to meet at? Um, help others, man. There's going to be a lot of people. If this does happen, a lot of people who are stressed. A lot of old people. I got a lot of old people in my block. So a lot of stress. And um, it'll be helpless, man. So just don't forget that. Take care of your dogs, man. Make sure your dogs are fed. It's hot out here. Um, just make sure we don't forget about our dogs, man. Don't leave these motherfuckers out here to strive for themselves. They depend on us. And that's where all they at. And I know I'm kind of... That's, I know people who think I'm corny for that shit. But I love my dog, y'all. So... Make sure we stay safe, man, and um, follow the STS Podcast. This is the STS Podcast 661 on Instagram and Twitter. I appreciate y'all, y'all tuning in. Make sure you guys tell a friend. Make sure you guys subscribe. Make sure you guys send us a review. Um, we're gonna have we have a new sponsor again. We got Gonzalez Auto Repair. That's gonna be our sponsor for this week's episode. It'll probably be our sponsor next week also, just because this was a, I guess, on the fly podcast. It's really again it's on the road, and um, I appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Make sure you guys follow the, uh, on all platforms. Follow us, subscribe to us. Make sure we keep tuning in, y'all. And um, I am your host, EC3, the Gap Tooth Genius. STS Podcast, episode 14, gone. This episode of the STS Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Gonzalez Auto Repair. It's hot in Bakersfield, y'all. We want to get away. We want to get to the beach. But before we do that, you need to go to Gonzalez Auto Repair. They do your AC services. They do computer diagnostics. They do smog checks. They are ASE certified. Oil changes. Whatever car services you need, you need to go to Gonzalez Auto Repair. They have over 30 years of experience, and they are located on the east side of Bakersfield, California at 717 Mount Vernon Avenue. Again, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Gonzalez Auto Repair. Hey, real fast, y'all, it's Ernie C. the Gap Tooth Genius, and this is going to be the extended part of the podcast. Um, I know when I first recorded that podcast, um, things have changed a lot right now, y'all. Um, just to update on the last podcast, it looks like um, I just wanted to share the news of Russell Westbrook. He was traded for 
Chris Paul, uh, first round draft picks in 2024 and 26, and also the Thunder and the Rockets are going to uh, swap swap picks in 2021, and 2025. So again, man, it looks like um, another, I guess you could say a. Um, a cornerstone player, someone you could build a roster around, has been traded. Russell Westbrook is now a part of the Houston Rockets being traded from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, honestly, it's something I never thought I'll say. I didn't. Um, I know he requested a trade. Right, Paul George went to um, Los Angeles, so it's going to be really, really interesting on how, how he's going to be able to um, adapt to Houston and see what him and James Harden, they are reunited. Of course, remember them, part of the big four. Um, it's going to be um, it's going to be real interesting. It's going to be one of the most uh, talked about seasons in NBA history, I'm sure. I've honestly never seen so many players move at one time via free agency trades, um, whatever the case may be. I, um, I'm really excited is that going to put them over the hump who knows uh houston you know they had a year they had a great year last year james harden had an mvp caliber season um but let's see what he's going to do when um the ball's not in his hands it's going to be real interesting on um, that dynamic and it's always good to see a reunion um really was a big fan of okc i remember uh, i know when they lost to uh miami I'll never forget where I was at during those times. And if you love basketball, you always um, respect moves like this. I know a lot of players, um, you know, they're, they're teaming up. I know they're not like Dame Dollar. Dame Dollar likes to do his own thing. The Greek Freak just made a commitment to the Milwaukee Bucks. Ben Simmons just got signed today to the Sixers to an extension. I think it's like a $140 million extension. So players are getting paid. Again, once, you know, I respect anybody who's getting paper off their dream, off their passion, off the work they put in. So, um that's been really um it's been real wild free agency period and um i just want to end this real fast man on uh, a legend died today y'all boxy legend pernell sweet p whitaker sweet p is dead today at the age of 55 looks like he was hit by um, a vehicle some type got hit by a car some don't know exactly the specifics on that but the outpouring um and condolences it's been a great outpour within the boxing community much the sports community if you guys know sweet p pernell whitaker this guy was one of the greatest welterweight fighters of all time let me just look at a few things here yo well, i guess you could say he's one of the one of the greatest southpaw fighters of all time 40 and 4 uh 17 knockouts don't let the record fool you this guy would um, pick apart opponents. Um, Southpaw fighters are usually the hardest fighters to um, adapt to, and uh, he made it hell for a lot of for a lot of fighters back in his day. I would recommend um, you guys just take a couple take a couple looks at some of his fights, man. I think his most um, his most famous fights were against uh, Rafredo Rivera. Um, he had a couple bouts against Delahoy and Trinidad. He did lose those fights, um, but you know, I guess he was a little bit, probably was a little bit over the hill at that time, but um, his fight against Julio Cesar Chavez is a draw. That's a classic, man. One of my favorite fights. I recommend all you guys check that out. Uh, Pernell Whitaker, he's an Olympian. Uh, he was probably in the top 10 during his prime. Guarantee he was in the top 10 best pound-for-pound -pound fighters of his era. He's probably um, top 15 of all time. Easy. Uh, just a legend, man. I was really bummed out when I heard about that. And uh, one of the greatest welterweight 
boxers, one of the greatest boxers ever is gone today, y'all. Um, Pernell Sweet P. Whitaker. And again, y'all, such a big loss for the boxing community, man. Uh, just let me just run down some of his accomplishments. Uh, he won a world title in four divisions. Uh, he earned a gold, a gold medal in the 1984 Olympics. If you guys look at that 84 Olympics, man, what a fucking cast. Boxing, basketball, just, man, crazy. Uh, it looks like he was uh, just was in the road at the wrong, time, wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, he was dressed in a lot of dark clothing, they say, and um, that was his demise, unfortunately. I'm um, looking at some of his records, man. He was 201 and 14 in the amateurs. Uh, he was he turned pro in 1984. Won his first belt in 1987 when he defeated uh, Roger Mayweather. Um, again, y'all, he's a he is sweet pea man. But again, it wasn't about uh, it wasn't about power back then. You know, it was more about finesse, his style, and the science, and that's something he really. Um, he really brought to the essence of the game, and he's going to be a forever legend, y'all. And um, just really bummed down about that one, man. If you guys love the boxing game, you guys know who Pernell uh, Sweet P. Whitaker is. Again, rest in peace, champ. And uh, this is the end of the podcast, y'all. I just wanted to give a brief, uh, just want to show my condolences, show my respect to Sweet P. want to talk about Russell Westbrook and um, his recent addition to a uh, or his recent trade to the Houston Rockets. Uh, they say balance is coming to the league, y'all. And um, let's see what happens. I'm really excited for this. And uh, EC3 out. We're going to be back next week. We're going to hopefully have some special guests for y'all. Make sure you guys keep tuning in to our friend. This is the STS Podcast. Gone.